Yes, yes, yes. I'm so happy you said this. I was so hoping it was going to be top five. This is a great game. If you've not got a Nintendo Switch, you can't play Mario Kart, don't worry because you're sorted with... A moment, we'll get to that bit, but first, welcome along to Stream It. This is the film and TV podcast full of things for you to watch. Now, I'm Connor, and this week's episode, we're meeting some incredible young film and TV stars. Maybe you could be the next child superstar. Here's my super speedy rundown of what's coming up. Dan spoke to Anishwa Kunchala from the CBB show. Steve and Anishwa go wild. George got chatting to Phoebe, the winner of the Blue Peter, amazing author's writing competition. And Pete joins us, of course, to give us his top five PlayStation games. And, well, I need something to do. I've got three awesome films and TV shows to keep you entertained this week. Right, I think we better get started, don't you? So grab your popcorn and get comfy. This is Fun Kids Streaming. So we're bringing you a sneak peek of a new show coming soon to CBeebies. Steve and Anisha Go Wild is a new series which follows Steve Backshaw and young environmental enthusiast Anishwa Kunjala as they meet amazing exotic animals in zoos and safari parks. How cool. Our intrepid adventurers come face to face with two creatures and reveal the surprising and unusual ways in which they are connected in the wild. Dan got chatting to Anishwa about all the amazing animals in the show. Anish, how are you? I'm feeling quite fantastic to just be interviewed right now. It's big news. I mean, it's a big deal for me too. I know that you've been busy today. You've been pond dipping and you found a strange red worm. Just tell us all about it. So it was really tiny and it was like moving all about. It looked very like a pinkish red that it curled up into a ball fascinating if I could say so myself. I did get some other lava and that was all I got. Anish, you sound like you know exactly where to look. If I go out in a pond near where I live to try and find some creatures, I'm not sure where I'd start. Uh, How do you know so much about where these animals might live? So you first think about the animal and the tiny features Example, you want to go pond dipping and find a a crab or a fish. So think about where the size of the fish first, the scale. Would you like it to be a large fish or a really small fish? And then, independent of the size, you can choose if it's in the middle of the lake or river for a large fish or at the corners where it's very shallow with lots of vegetation for the smaller fish. Wow, there's so much to learn. Anish... What made you first start to be interested in conservation and in helping animals? It all started when I was just, I think, five years old in reception when my teacher, called Miss Parsons, showed me a picture of a dead whale dying from plastic. I was really sorry for that whale and I felt how it would have been like. So I felt like we should take action. And just like Steve Batchel, we made documentaries, lots of paintings. And whatever I'm doing, that's what came up in my our minds when I seen that picture of a dead whale. You say our minds. Who, who's been helping you when you first started getting interested? Who was like, OK, Anish, here's what you need to do. Here's where you need to read. Here's where you need to look. Well, it was definitely my mum and my dad. I'm just my friends for supporting me. 
and definitely everybody else who has been inviting me to lots of documentaries, just like CBBS, because they help to spread the awareness. I know that you have won a Guinness World Record, right? For being a young wildlife presenter, for being a young scientific explorer, it sounds very fancy. Tell us about the world record. What did you need to do? Well, I didn't even know that I was breaking a record then. All I did was I was being the youngest male documentary presenter to ever present on COP twenty seven. What was that documentary, Anish? Tell us about it. Six ways to save our planet. It's about six children from all six different continents, and they were discussing how we could protect our planet and make sure all of the biodiversity stays just as it is right now. Six whole ways to save the planet. Do you remember any of those? Yep. So first one is try to use reusable plastic instead of single waste. But what I would advise was not using plastic at all. Use biodegradable stuff, just like cardboard is eco-friendly because it's quicker to biodegrade. Metal is perfect. Because you can keep that for long, long, long periods of time, and many other things. You're part of this new show for CBBS with not just anyone, but an absolute legend, Steve Backshaw. It's Steve and Anishwa go wild. Um, tell us about the show. Well, it is about me and Steve finding out how two very different animals have one thing in common. Oh, what type of animals are you looking at? Well, that's going to be a secret because <laughs> I don't want to spoil it until it comes out in Monday, fourteenth of August. Now, Steve Backshaw, he's a hero. What was he like being around? I mean, he might even know more about creatures than you, Anish. Yes, so it was quite amazing to know that my hero was in a show with me. It's like. Impossible for me to imagine, but it still happened. And all what he was doing was like talking about different animals, telling me new facts. That's a big thing, and I loved him. He's just my star. Thanks, Dan. Now don't forget you can watch Stephen and Isha go wild from August fourteenth on CBBS and BBC iPlayer. <laughs> Now, are you like me? Are you a Blue Peter fan? Well, we met a mega Blue Peter fan the other day. George caught up with Phoebe, who won the Blue Peter Amazing Author Competition. She is a massive book fan and had the best time at the Blue Peter Studios. How cool! Hi, I'm Phoebe, and I'm ten years old. <laughs> well, good morning, Phoebe. Um, how are you feeling? How are you doing? How's your day going? I'm great, thank you. Um, I've been doing some recording for Blue Peter. <laughs> What? What? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. So, uh, talk to me about this then. What's going on? Why have you been with Blue Peter? So, I entered a competition called Amazing Authors, and I basically I won it. And so, I got to meet Tom Fletcher, and he read my story, and it's going to be made into an animation, and it's going to be read out on CBB's bedtime stories. It's a Blue Peter competition, so it's going to be on Blue Peter. That is. Incredible. Um, I mean, you firstly, you just must be so happy and, and proud, right? <laughs> yeah, it's been amazing, honestly. I can't believe it. It's a dream come true. 
It sounds really like a dream. I mean, I'm assuming as well, this is a Blue Peter competition. So I'm imagining you've had a fair bit of competition from other people. Uh, how many people entered this competition? Do you know? I think it was around 8,000 other people. 8,000 people, Phoebe. Wow. And you come out as the winner. I mean, that is absolutely mind-blowing. Um, I mean, congratulations. You've already won. <laughs> You've already won. And you have had your piece turned into an incredible animation, which has been voiced by Tom Fletcher, the author and, and the music star. That's amazing. Have you met Tom? Did you have a chat with him about the, about the work? Yes, so we had a great time together. I think, I don't know how long we had, but we had about, I think, a whole morning or something, or even longer than that. And it was really nice. He gave me so much time. He was so lovely. He's just as nice as he is, like, when you see him on TV, and he's so great. And he told me all about tips for writing and stuff like that, and it really inspired me. What was his best tip that he gave you? Um, he said, write about things that you love. And I think that's really good because I love animals. And so I wrote a book about a wolf. I have a dog as well. And they're kind of a bit like wolves. So um, <laughs> I don't know where the inspiration came from, but probably because I like that type of thing. So, yeah. What's your dog's name? Um, his name is Barkley. Barkley. And what what type of dog is Barkley? He's a Norfolk Terrier. So um, you might not have heard of them, but they're really cute. <laughs> Ah, oh, well, a big fan of the show, I hear. Your story, um, it's been turned into like a, a mini movie. Is that right? Yeah. So Ardman Animations, who've done like Chicken Run and um, Wallace and Gromit. Wallace and Gromit. Yes, Wallace yeah. and Gromit. And um, Sean the Sheep and things. Um, they are going to animate my story. And so it's not going to be 3D, but it's going to be still amazing. And it's, I don't know if you've seen Delphine. I think she was quite similar. She won... Um, I think it was like 2021. She won a, a Blue Peter Prize then and it was quite similar to mine. So, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. So you've won this amazing competition. You're having your story made into a mini movie. Tom Fletcher is is voicing it. And uh, am I right in saying um, people can check it out on the iPlayer as well if they want to watch it. They can see it there. How cool is that? How does it feel having your own story turned into something like this available for everybody to watch yeah I mean I can't believe it I didn't think I was gonna win I don't know what I thought but I did not think I would win it <laughs> and tell me a bit about your story what's it all about okay so it's about like this girl um who thinks she sees this wolf in her shed and but she's not sure but she thinks she does so she goes and tells her dad and her dad's a bit nervous but he does it anyway and they try and fight this wolf off but then they're not sure if the wolf is there or not, but then at the end, it's a good explanation. And it's, well, not a good explanation, but it kind of, <laughs> like the, the ending is quite nice and it keeps you guessing. Good teaser. And you'll have to check it out on, on the iPlayer if you want to find out more. I love that, Phoebe. Plugging away already. Good stuff. Um, so just talk to me, Phoebe, about your love of, of writing. Um, is it something that is a job that you'd like to do in the future? Is it something you just find fun? Um, who are your inspirations? Tell me a bit about your your love of reading and writing. Okay, so um, ever since I was about five or six, I've always wanted to be like an author. So in school, that, that really helped me to like continue writing. And But also I like to write my own stories outside of school. I've never entered a Blue Future competition before. Um, but, you know, I've always been writing my own stories and I 
and I also want to be an actress when I grow up, but I especially want to be an author. So um, I love writing so much. Yeah, I just thought, why not enter this competition? Because I love writing it. It's just such an amazing prize. It's so it, it is. And, you, and you've got yourself a Blue Peter badge as well, haven't you? Um, yeah, so I've got oh. um, the orange badge for this competition. I've also got a blue badge, a green badge and a purple badge. I'm so jet. I've always wanted a blue Peter badge. I'm so jet. I'm going to I'm going to try and I'm going to buy one off you. Well done. Congratulations. And it's been lovely chatting to you, Phoebe. And uh, don't forget, you can check out Phoebe's amazing story on the BBC iPlayer. How cool is that? Thanks, George. Now, I think we need a bit of gaming expertise from my friend Pete. Don't you? How's it going, Khan? It's going good. Pete, you're some Mega Mag if you're new here. Uh, Pete, what's the best way to describe you? We always say this, don't we? What's the best way to describe your title at Mega Mag? Let's go with Computer Games Expert this week, but it does change. Computer Games Expert. Okay, now I know, and you know, but I think everybody needs to know all about the top five PlayStation games. That's right. I finally cracked it. The official top five PlayStation games of all time. Okay. Okay. Interested in this because I've got my top five too. So go ahead then. Where are we starting? All right. We're going to start with a bit of a new one. It's Minecraft Legends. So you're in the Minecraft world. You get to do things in this game, which you just can't do in any other Minecraft game. Okay, so how does it change then? Because obviously we've got the very, very OG Minecraft kind of format, which we're all massive, massive fans of, including myself. I'm sure you are too. But how does this new Minecraft on the PlayStation world change? So in this one, you're commanding giant armies of mobs and you're fighting against an invasion of piglins. So you still mine around trying to get resources, but you use them to build things, build bridges, build giant weapons and catapults, and they help your armies fight the bad guy piglins excellent excellent and also as well i think that this is probably in your top five because i don't know if you're like me Pete, but i always think minecraft is a real feel-good game as well like whenever you're playing it you're definitely you're just smiling aren't you yeah it, it, it sparks your imagination into life you can do whatever you want on minecraft which is great all right all right you got that at five okay who's at four okay in at four is the best racing game on the playstation it's crash team racing Night yes Yes, yes, yes. I'm so happy you said this. I was so hoping it was going to be top five. This is a great game. If you've not got a Nintendo Switch, you can't play Mario Kart, don't worry because you're sorted with Crash Team Racing. It takes a little bit more skill than Mario Kart, but it's just so much fun. Really love that game. So if that's at four, oh, well, I hope your top three is good, Pete. <laughs> we'll see. I've got some recent ones on here, though. So number three, we've got a Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. You could put any Plants vs. Zombies game in here, to be honest, because they're all so much fun, but that's the most recent one. Yeah, so I had a little go on that game once upon a time. When I played it, I couldn't put it down. It was one of those games where, you know, sometimes you can find yourself a little break. I was so into it. Yeah, there's 10 different characters. So if you get bored of one character or you feel like you've completed it, then you've got nine more to do. And also you're playing with your mates, talking about strategy and tactics while you shoot zombies or plants. We've had three really good selections there and all very, very different. We're about to hit into the top two. So who's at two? All right, this one's a bit of a personal classic for me. I grew up on this, but it's the Spyro the Dragon Trilogy. Yeah, yeah, what a game. For those who don't know, you're a young dragon called Spyro. You're exploring the dragon realms, collecting gems and dragon eggs while you're fighting against monsters, evil wizards. The world is so fun, so colourful. I love it. Okay, okay. So number two, really, really strong. Before we get into number one, as soon as I finish, Pete, you go ahead. It's Fall Guys. Oh, yes, what a game. Even when you're losing, you're still having fun in this game. Like, what is more funny than 
watching your mate just about to win and then you just shove him off the platform and he's back at the start. Okay, so I'm going to say one thing. I agree with you, by the way. I would absolutely put Fall Guys at number one. I was really, really hoping that you was going to go there. I played Fall Guys so much. And I will say one thing, if you're listening, okay, it brings out a lot of emotions, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, totally. You might want to uh, glue your hands to your controller if you're playing Fall Guys. Absolutely. Very, very good game. If you're new to it as well, it's kind of like strategy game, but on your own strategy in terms of like obstacle courses. It's probably the best way to describe it, isn't yeah. it? And then you move through and every single time you kind of fall off the obstacle course, that means that you don't continue. And then I think you start with 100 full guys. Is that correct? I think it's 100, yeah. isn't it? That's right. And each round, loads of them. If you cross the finishing line, they'll go through to the next round. But if you if you finish last or if you fall off, then you're out. You've got to go back to the first round. Yeah, it's super, super tough, but also really rewarding too because it's like a fun game. It does use a little bit of strategy. Some really, really cool obstacle courses as well. And when you win it, it feels incredible. It feels like you've won something super, super important. Well, look, Fall Guys is important, but still. It's getting to the top of the mountain when you've won it. It feels like you've climbed a massive mountain and you've finally got there. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Pete, a great top five, and I actually completely agree with it as well. I think that I would have put them in order like that, and four guys at one. What a game. Thank you, Pete. Anytime, Con. Now I think it's about time i done something. I'm going to give you my top three film and TV picks of the week, and I think this week they're pretty good, if I do say so myself. Up first, The Monkey King. In a time of ancient gods and demons, one hero is the bravest... Most epic, most spectacularific, amazing devil. Wait a minute. Are you sure this is a word? It's a word. Most spectacularific, you know what? I'm not saying that. Oh, man. Now, the Monkey King follows an awesome monkey and his magical fighting stick on an epic quest for victory over a hundred demons. That's a lot. An eccentric dragon king and monkey's greatest foe of all. His own ego. Don't miss it when it comes to Netflix on August 18th. Up next is Home Sweet Rome. What a name. A few months ago, I was just a regular kid living at home with my dad. But now, I'm in Rome. Can you believe I actually live here? Lucy, do you see this? Lucy moves to Rome after her dad marries the super famous singer, Francesca. This show will definitely make you want to go to Rome and live out your Italian dreams. Check it out on BBC iPlayer. And finally, well, one of the best at high school musical, the musical, the series, season four. After years of build-up, we're finally here. Senior year. I'm a junior. And you're going to stay a junior with that attitude, Carlo. Senior year. Me and Gina together. Musical. It's going to be the best. Here's a sneak preview of our show. High School Musical 3. <laughs> Many of you know me as Coach Bolton from the High School Musical franchise. Folks, we're getting the whole gang back together to make High School Musical 4 right here at East Time. This is a new one just added to Disney+. Plus. Now, the final season of this high school spin-off sees a number of stars from the High School Musical series make guest appearances Keep your eyes peeled. Check it out now on Disney Plus and tell me who you spot. Funkidslife.com to get involved.
Now that's all we've got time for on this week's episode of Stream It. What a load of fun. If you enjoyed the episode, give us a follow so you don't miss future episodes. And rate the podcast five stars too. I think we deserve five stars, don't you? I'm Connor and Stream It is made by Fun Kids, the UK's children's radio station. And this episode was produced and edited by Hebe Lawson. Great stuff. If you want to get involved with episodes in the future, head on over to funkidslive.com forward slash stream it to see how you can hear your voice on the pod. Super cool. See you soon. Bye.